guys, it's Laura. Um, I just wanted to come in and do a few housekeeping notes and stuff. Um, I know that towards the beginning of this episode, there's not really an entrance because even though we were like, yeah, let's do two exits and two plugs and stuff, I forgot to do two um, hellos. So this is sort of your um, entrance. This is our second Broadway episode. Um, I recorded this episode with Kayla and Susanna. Um, they will plug themselves at the end of this episode where you can find them on social media, any upcoming projects they have. Um, Kelsey was not a part of this episode because she was not feeling well this week and she also is not as big a fan of Broadway as Susanna and Kayla and I are. So that's why um, Kelsey was missing last week and this week. She will be back next week. Um, we are not quite sure what we're going to talk about yet, but um, stay tuned for that. Um, we will definitely be nailing down a topic. Um, we might be having a guest, so stay tuned. Um, but we're not sure yet, so we don't want to make any promises and then be wishy-washy and stuff like that. Um, also, as a second housekeeping note, um, <laughs> towards the end of the episode as well, um, there's also not an exit, so we will be playing, um, our... Uh, outro music um instead of a goodbye it is just gonna cut off again um but there also isn't any plugs for us because um I was editing this podcast and we got to the plugs and (laughs) um I'm talking about how I'm gonna make a podcast or how I'm gonna make an Instagram and how then I give out my Twitter and I realized that since last week I changed my Twitter and um, I did make an Instagram for us. So if you would like to follow our Instagram, we are at Goodbye Podcast. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, we are at Goodbye Podcast. On Twitter, um, Kelsey is at O Whale Kelsey, O H W H A L E Kelsey, and I am Laura Wanberg. Um, just my first and last name on um, Instagram and on Twitter. So um, you can find me like that and find Kelsey and find our Instagram and our Twitter and stay in contact with us like that. Um, We will probably be more interactive on our Instagram than on our Twitter, Um, maybe posting little clips um, from the episodes that we record and and stuff like that. So um, definitely uh, follow us on there and keep up with us on there and stay tuned because we are are trying very hard to watch stuff. It is just uh, a difficult time. So uh, bear with us in this and enjoy our second Broadway episode. This was very fun and I'm very thankful to Susanna and Kayla. They are very wonderful people and you guys should follow them and um, listen to Susanna's podcast and follow Kayla because she does some wonderful things and she is very funny and I know that she is going to um, begin doing some very interesting things. So um, keep an eye on her. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you enjoy the episode. Hello everybody. We just wanted to give a general spoiler warning before you get into this podcast. Uh, We are definitely going to be discussing things that some people have not seen. So if you haven't seen it, Continue at your own risk.
your top five songs. Okay, and this isn't from one specific musical, it's just any five songs. That's what I did. It's yeah, a theater nice. lexicon. Amazing. Yes. Also, before I start, I want to say I was wrong. Sierra Renee made her Broadway debut in 2013 in Big Fish as the witch, not in Frozen. Okay. I don't want to be wrong about Back my check. queen. Don't want to be wrong. On air fact um, check. <laughs> yeah. Because I Googled, I was like, that can't be right. It can't be right. She's too talented. It doesn't make sense. Um, okay. So my, I have to pick only five. And it doesn't um, have to be in order. I mean, yeah, I don't really have an order. Um, one of them is uh, Screw Loose from the musical Crybaby. I'm not, I haven't listened to the entire musical all the way through, but the song is so fucking bonkers. <laughs> it is so funny. It's so good. I added it to my audition book because I don't think anyone knows it. Um, but it's, I don't even know its context in the story. I just think it's so good. And it's so funny. Ali Mazi can do no wrong. It's very, it's, yeah. If you what see me looking down, I'm not, not paying attention. I'm writing down your answers so I can look them up. To them later. Okay, I've been doing yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not, not paying attention. I promise. I want to write them down. <laughs> um, another one would be that I would be good from Jagged Little Pill. And that is one of those songs that I heard in the show before I heard it on the cash recording and it is so beautiful it's so i don't know how to describe it but it comes at a moment in the show where um three care i'm not gonna i don't want to spoil it but like it's three characters two of them are having a conversation and one of them is like having their own issue and it all kind of intersects in the song and it's so good the harmonies are like it's it's one of my favorites from Jagged Little Pill. Like it's so, it's so good. I need to listen to it because it's I, so good. I wasn't even aware that there was like an Alanis Morissette musical out, and it's um, so and it's good. jarring to find it's out. So good. It's it, so and it's it's yeah. Because I saw a clip of it on TikTok, and it was the. Uh, you ought to know, and it was the most beautiful alto voice I've ever heard in my. Yeah, life. you ought to know is like it's crazy. Like that scene, like I've seen. I saw Jagged Little Pill matinee. Well, the second time because I saw it when it was in Cambridge, but I saw like the Broadway version. I saw it at a matinee. Never in my life have I ever seen a standing ovation during a during a matinee. Like that's how good that number is. Because that song is so good, and then I, I don't know what the context is in the musical, but even just me seeing a 15-second clip on TikTok, I was like... It's hold, hold wild. On. Lauren like, Patton is wild. It's very good. She really said alto rights. She, it's so good. It's so I was like... Again, I just kept re-watching it. That's another, if you got it, you know what, send it my way. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, out, out My friend yet. has, like, a whole, like, folder... So I will check in with her as well. Let's see. I'm at, is that two? Yes. Anything, honestly, this doesn't count. It does count. It's not like one song, but anything from The Lion King, it's all really good. Um, The Lion King is like very ensemble based. It's Mm -hmm. very like, you know, 
it's like it's the solo the principals have their own song like it's very ensemble based and a lot of the score from the movie is done with voices it's very good um i think my favorite is um he lives in you which comes in the second act and is a reprise of they live in you from the first act and also a fun fact about lion king is that the voice of sebastian from little mermaid is the original um, Mufasa. Wow, I know shit. Lots of things, I know. <laughs> so I think just, oh, that and um, the song that opens act two for The Lion King is called One by One, and it is so incredible. Also that there's like the ensemble is like in the audience, like swinging these like puppet birds. It's like so beautiful, so I have to mention that. So those two, I'm gonna count that as one because they're from the same show. Um, there's so many songs that I like. I'm going through my like Broadway playlist, and I'm just plucking the ones I listen to the most. Um, Our Lady of the Underground from Hades Town. That goes without saying. I don't uh, really have to explain that. It's just good. It's really I, there's not much you could really explain to that. But I, there was an interview I was listening to about. Amber Gray and Patrick Page did, um, and Amber Gray mentioned that like, at um, Anise Mitchell who wrote the music, like, it's very rare that you get like a woman writing the music for a musical, and a lot of times when you when people write music for musicals, they want their the women to belt really high and to be sopranos and just do insane things. Andrew Lloyd Webber, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Hmm? Um, and she was talking about how like in that show that's not really a thing that happens it's all it's like all very comfortable singing it's all like and when the belt thing when the belting does happen it's at like very important parts that like elevate the emotion of it yeah and the story so yeah it's not just like belting for belting's sake it's very good and i don't think there's any belting in our lady of the underground so yeah it's a good song and it also it introduces the band. Uh, it's a good. It's a good. So good. Um, where am I at now? Am I at three? Four. I'm at four. Um, I don't know. There's so many that I like. I think I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. Mama will provide from Once on This Island. Uh, it's a bop, bop and a half. But there are so many songs. But if I have to pick five, those are the five I pick. They're very good picks. That's like an elite list. Thank you. Elite. Seriously. Here's my trash list. Oh <gasps> no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're good. Um, some of them. Uh, I'll go from five until my favorite. Uh, five, I had to put Falling Slowly from Once, and I know oh, it's kind of like an overdone yeah. musical, an overdone song, but I also think of that one friggin' scene from The Last Man on Earth, where it's like the last time he can spend with his brother, and they're just singing that song over and over again on karaoke. <laughs> and it's like so cute. Um, but I actually saw that show with my dad, and it has good memories too, and I think that's a really beautiful song, and... Mm-hmm. 
a really good, really good musical. Um, yeah. Number four, I put What You Want from Rent, of course. Um, uh, oh, not What You Want. Did I write Want? What You, what you Owe. What is, the, what is the actual song called? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I've searched, like, six other musicals while we were doing this, so I've, like, lost all my things. But you know the one where um, Mark and Roger um, come back together, where they make up. And it's beautiful and amazing. Um, uh, number three is On My Own by Les Mis. <gasps> From Les Mis. Um, Les Mis Operate. is also, like, another one that I grew up listening to. I remember one time just talking about Les Mis at my friend's house, and... Uh, her mother was friends with my mom and she went oh my god you're just like your mother and i went what and she went we were all trying to get your mother ready on her wedding day and she was just zoned out listening to the Les Mis soundtrack like <laughs> i love that because she wanted to elope like she wasn't right like she's like i don't want any of this attention leave me alone <laughs> no that's literally you i know <laughs> um but On My Own is really good. Do you know how many years I sang that in my shower? Thinking of uh, my boyfriend now. Oh. Seven years. It's all about the long haul ladies. Once you know it's, it's that one, you just got to wait. And then it'll happen. Yeah, just don't, you know, fall into the barricade and take a bullet for him. Um, haven't also, yet. Spoilers. If you also if you haven't seen Lamez, grow up. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Um number two, I have Man Up from uh Book of Mormon because it's it's Josh Gad's like big he's gonna save the day. He's been put down this whole time. He's been he's been made less than than his um mission companion. And the lyrics, I'm going to man up all over myself. And, very crazy uh, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very like that. And um, there's like Star Wars references in it. Um, it's really good. It's just a lot happens in that song. And it's a song that has made my mom like laugh hysterically. So, which is hard to do. Um, and number one is Halloween from Rent. It's like a minute and 30 seconds, and it's just the character Mark, which is who I relate to the most in Rent. And it's that song starts that whole part of the musical where every song just flows together, and it's like a bunch of traumatic things and recovering from traumatic things are all happening at once. But Halloween starts it off, and it's so small. They don't even put it, they only put like the, the background music of it in the musical, they don't even do the lyrics. Um, but it's so small, but it's the song that's touched me the most for some reason. And so that's my number one, Halloween. Beautiful. Nice. I do have to ask you though, Susanna, how did you feel about Rent Live? <laughs> or Rent pre-recorded because. <laughs> um, you know what? I liked Jordan Fish Fisher. Yeah, I knew I yeah, I had a feeling that was gonna be the answer. Um and <laughs> Gowns, I love gowns, lots of gowns. <laughs> you know, gorgeous gowns. <laughs> I love Valentina more than life itself. Um, she's one of my favorite drag queens. She's been, she was 
one of the drag queens that I felt butterflies for immediately, like the, the strongest. When I met her, I cried. Like, Aww. I love her so much. Um, and I think she was so nervous. And it sucks that it was like something that they had already recorded. So people were, people in the drag race um, community were kind of making fun of her. But Willem was there. Another drag queen was there. And she, and Willem said she was great on a lot of the takes because they had to sit through a couple. And Will, and uh, Willem was like, I have no idea like why they picked that one. I don't know. But like, um, Willem said it was really, she was really good. So, mm-hmm. you know, I trust Willem because uh, she was in A Star is Born. Um, <laughs> and I met Willem and uh, I bought a lighter from Willem to take a picture with, with her. And she said, think of me every time you smoke. (laughs) Very nice. Um, And what else happened in Rent Live that was crazy? Um, Mimi was okay. It was, it was Tanashi. 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 She was, she was okay. I think, I think it was like a hard, a hard situation for everyone. I kind of wish they got a redo, honestly. Yeah. It's, Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of still, even, like, now, like, why didn't they just postpone it? Vanessa Hudgens was surprisingly good as Maureen. Mm-hmm. I didn't think she had the balls to do it. Also, do you want to hear my Vanessa Hudgens impression of her on Instagram Live? Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's, like, inevitable, but it's gonna happen. You remember when she did that for no reason? Ew, that's like a, ew, that was like... Eerily, very like, good. That ew. Was, ew. <laughs> oh ew. my god. That's literally what she said. That's literally, she's like, you're gonna die anyway. Like, girl, shut up. Yeah. I can't. We've here. literally, like, intermittently been quoting that in the apartment, just like, just for no reason, just been fucking making fun of her. I just, because for some reason, she's like, She's been showing up on like my Facebook feed, just like in random sponsored articles, and I'm like, why the fuck is she Who like? Cares? <laughs> like, why is she like, there? I don't know. I'm just, I can't. I'm just like, why is she? I can't. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> and whoever played Joanne, I don't remember her name, but she was amazing. She was amazing. Kirsty Clemens. She didn't get like enough like spotlight either. Like no one, everyone was just like, Vanessa Hudgens is in this. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Which, like, ugh. Ugh. like, I don't even, when you're up next to, like, again, like, people like Valentina and, like, Jordan Fisher, it's like, is Vanessa Hudgens the most talented person there? And Tanache, is Vanessa Hudgens the most talented person there? She was good. She was actually really good as Maria. Yeah. Her like, is, I think yeah. it's because she's the biggest name out of all of them. Yeah. Is she the most talented, though? No, it's probably Jordan Fisher. Yeah. Also, wasn't the original cast there? They joined at the end. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch it, obviously. I just wish they had gotten to do it. Yeah, I wish that they would have just postponed it. Because I think it would have been better had they done it live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my five songs are not in order. Um, my first one is Chant from Hades Town. Um, because I just felt a 
visceral reaction listening to that song. There are so many things happening <laughs> in that song. And it is just like, there's just so many things happening. There's, so it's a, I don't know how to explain it other than like, everything is happening all at once. Like, there's no other way to explain it. Um, my second one is Ring of Keys from oh. from Fun Home. <laughs> um, I want to put a little background to this because I I don't think... I can't remember, but I don't think that I got to explain. And I don't, I don't want to, like... I don't think that I got to explain my Ring of Keys story on the podcast um, a few weeks ago. And I just want to do that real quick because... <laughs> I don't think that I got to do it. I, I found my Ring of Keys story. Um, I <laughs> um, have always stood by this, like, firm um, belief that, like, I didn't... Because there's always those things going around that's like, what, like, celebrity, like, made you realize that you were not straight? And I've always been, like, nobody. Like, I've just, like, come to that conclusion. I just, like, saw the word bi, and I was like, yeah, I'm bi. And I, like, have always been under that belief. But then, about a month ago, I was <laughs> um, looking through something, and somebody brought up CSI Crime Scene Investigation, <laughs> which was <laughs> a show Kayla's face, which was a sh- I, I mean, I just, I, I know it'll get there, but that was just a strange... Yes. Like... <laughs> Like, who brought it up? Your grandma? <laughs> I just um, want to know how you're going to get from CSI to Fun Home. Yes. there It, it, it will get there. So, it was I brought up you. the other day. <laughs> um, so, I was thinking about it, and I was going through my the cast, and I was like, I used to watch this all the fucking time when I was, like, younger. Like, way too young to be watching it. Probably, like, eight or nine or ten like incredibly young and I was texting my friend Maddie about it and I was like wait there's somebody on here who played a character named Sarah Seidel who I used to like watch like a fucking hawk like I literally like used to love this character like no fucking tomorrow like this was the first character that I really fucking like I loved her. 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 And I couldn't figure out why when I was younger. I couldn't figure out why. And then I just kind of was like, oh, it's because I like her being with the main guy on the show. That's why. Like, you know, they're just, they're together. I like them together. That's why. And then I just kind of like grew up and I got into other shows and I forgot about it. But recently, um, I found her again. And I looked up um, the actress, and um, I was going through her uh, bio, and I discovered that the actress that plays her, Georgia Fox, um, is not a straight woman. (laughs) I was like, oh, do you know why I was so attached to Sarah Seidel? Because... I was attracted to her <laughs> because I was attracted to a brunette with a gun because she was an FBI agent 
and I was attracted to her, and I thought that I was attracted to a woman of authority who I thought that I was attracted to, okay, I get it. And then I started looking into Georgia Fox, and she, like, didn't have a personal life section on her Wikipedia, and I was like, okay, that's sus. So I started looking into it more, and again, I'm discovering this woman is not straight, and I don't know if she is bi or a lesbian or pan or just queer or whatever she identifies as, and that's fine. She can identify as whatever she wants, but I do... I'm pretty sure she does not date men. Or it... I'm... Respectable. Yeah. So I had a full just full circle moment of like young Laura, eight or nine year old Laura. I was like, I... When I discovered that she was not straight, I took my 23 year old self and I put myself in my living room with my family watching CSI crime scene investigation and I looked at my eight or nine year old self in that living room and I said Laura you are looking at Sarah that intently because you are attracted to her and you are allowed to be attracted to her and it's valid and you want to know why because that's valid and she is also not straight and this is your full circle ring of keys moment this is it this is it you are looking at your fucking woman with a ring of keys. You can have this. This is yours. And it just felt like the most crystal clear moment of my entire life. And it wasn't. I'm 23. I'm going to have more moments. But boy. But that was very beautiful. Yeah. It, it, she is very gorgeous to me. <laughs> <laughs> Me when everyone just said Adam Driver was ugly. <laughs> very gorgeous to me. <sighs> so sorry. Listen, at least my boyfriend's hot. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Run Home was the first show I saw in New York. <gasps> you saw that show? Yeah. Oh, what a dream. I went on um a, again drama club, um that was our like end of year trip. Like for the for the seniors, we went to New York. We saw Fun Home and we saw Matilda. Oh my god! Do you know what my theater teacher did when I went back a year later to my high school? I walked into my auditorium and he said, "Sorry, uh, you're not supposed to be here." And I said, "Oh, you don't remember me?" And he was like, "Sorry, why are you here?" I was in his class for four years. Oh my god. He was in his class and drama club for four years. Oh my god. <laughs> like what? Oh my god. Anyway. It's crazy. Yeah, dude's a fucking dick. I hope that he got fired and does not work there anymore, but he probably does. Um, I'm jealous that you got to see Matilda. My yeah. friend highly recommended Matilda. Yeah, Matilda's cute. Like kids singing though, so I haven't listened. To and it. I don't mean that in like a oh she's cute. I mean no, it's like it's cute. It's like it's like, very sweet. Like childish cute. I don't. I don't. Know. I, I always. Just, it's like a fun. It's not like 
it's not like you're not gonna it's not like Hades Town. Like you're not gonna be upset when it's over, you know? Like the song from The Greatest Showman where the kids are singing and then it transitions into the adults, I always skip it. Am I gonna hate Matilda? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do have to ask, how do I they don't know the Danny DeVito void? Of the dad? I'm big, you're small, I'm smart, you're d- It's It's gotta be Danny DeVito. It's so hard for it not I to I think be. it's based, the musical is based more on the more book, on the book mm-hmm. than it is the musical. Makes sense. I mean the musical, Jesus. Then it is the movie. That makes sense. Yeah, they probably would. So do that. I didn't. It didn't like dawn on me of that with that. But it's. I liked. It. I really liked it. Like oh, we still like all of us. That's like all of us who went to high school. Like into high school together. That's like our. We still talk about that. That's like our bonding thing. Aww. Very good. It was. It was fun. That's very sweet. Cause fun home was heavy. Yeah, we saw we saw Fun Home first, so Smart. that was our like um, uh, matinee, and then the cleanse of we Matilda. Saw Matilda, Speaking yeah, I thought Matilda was very sweet. Um, my third song is "Words Fail" from Dear Evan Hansen. Oh my god, <laughs> Susanna's face. Sure. Um, yes, yes, it is an incredibly heavy song, but I just, the utter, you know what, it's, uh, never mind, I'm not gonna say what I was originally gonna say on this What were you public... gonna say? I was just gonna, it's just very, uh, personal to me. Mm-hmm. I just feel a very deep and personal connection to what he says in the song, mm-hmm. and I just relate to it a lot. And so I don't listen to it often, but I definitely feel it when I do. Yeah. And so it's it's up there with one of my favorites. Yeah, that's one you kind of have to strap in for. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Rupaul um, and Michelle have like an entire podcast talking about Dear Evan Hansen. It's like their favorite show. Yeah, it, yeah, mm. it yes it's not it used to probably be one of my favorites but it has been a while yeah um my fourth is i can do better than that from the last five years um i fucking love that song and i love the sentiment um and then my fifth is she used to be mine from waitress because that's another one that i very deeply resonate with and relate to. I don't think that phrasing made sense, but I relate to it a lot. Um, but yeah. So now we're going to talk about the worst podcasts, our least favorites. Kayla, would you like to yeah. go first? Um, I feel bad for bringing it up because you just said it was one of your favorite songs. But I'm not a huge fan of Dear Evan Hansen as a musical. That's fine. Just not. We you can talk shit about anything that I've said is that I think is good. I'm free to. <laughs> no, we can, I can talk shit about it. It's not. I don't know. It's just not my favorite. I feel like. I don't know. I get having like a complex protagonist, quote unquote, but I just feel like I don't know. I feel like it goes too far. 
for yes. me to I could even try and sympathize with Evan at all. I don't know. I yeah. can't do it. And I also just feel like the female roles are severely underwritten. I feel like Zoe and Alana and his mom and Connor's mom have nothing to do. Because they don't get expanded on. Yeah, at like, all. At all. At all. They're all, literally only there to be like people that Evan sings about her too. Yeah. There's Except nothing the to Alana, them. Who was the only black person in this musical? That's it. The only one. Yep. Yeah, that one. And then I don't. I think in theater there's a tendency to be like to talk about classic musicals and like these musicals are the best musicals, but so many of them are racist or misogynistic or dated as hell. And I don't. I, I don't like Carousel. Carousel is the worst. It is. Oh, I forgot we were going to talk about this. I don't Carousel know a is, single thing about Carousel. Carousel is the worst. I hate it so much. They tried to revive it. There's a reason why. It's um, a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. Um, it's the second one they ever did. It's basically about. I don't know why. I don't try to. I don't like to go back on it. I don't like to go back to it. I had to read it. I had to read it and listen to it for a class, and I just, ugh. Um, basically, there's, I don't know, like, I don't know how to describe it, but there's, like, a whole, like, six-minute song where this guy is about to have a, his girlfriend just told him that, or his wife, I think they're married at this point, just told him that he's going to have a baby, she's pregnant, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a son. It's going to be so great to have a son, and he's like, uh, yeah, but she's a girl and it's like you're a grown man but also like he hits her at one point and like it's just it's like male it's like he loses his job and he's like aggressive he's like angry about it it's just so I don't like Carousel I don't like it yeah. I don't like it and they tried to revive it and they tried and it's not wasn't good the revival wasn't good they didn't change it they didn't like try to update it they didn't try to do my whole thing with revivals is i feel like they should happen if the show hasn't been on broadway for a very very long time or if whoever is reviving it wants to do something new that's why i really like the once on the silent revival because it did some it's still the same musical like nothing really changed but it um like the orchestrations were different the setting was different it wasn't like a proscenium it was like in the round so that kind of thing it just this carousel was the same thing and also it had a uh sexual predator in it who was also in west side story and I think that's why he got West Side Story. Ugh. Anyway, I don't like Carousel. I don't love, I don't know, any of like the musicals, everyone's like, oh, they're so classic. I don't like them. I don't, I don't relate to them. They're not my favorite. Ugh. Yeah. I just like, why even make them? Yeah, I don't know. Another one I don't like is Be More Chill. 
It's That's on my list. It's not good. I don't care. Like, I'm not gonna even... It's not good. There's, There's no a no. musical called Be More Chill. And it, it's not... It's so... That sounds like a preteen book. It oh, is! It, you it, haven't it, heard of Be More Chill? It's basically I guess for it a is. good reason. It's like if Tumblr wrote a musical. It's <laughs> literally if Tumblr wrote a musical. If Tumblr... If, like, <laughs> the worst... If, like, the worst corners of Tumblr wrote a musical. It is... Can I read so, some parts from the Wikipedia? Please. Okay. I'm going to go to synopsis. I'm going to read some of my favorite parts. I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Woo! Okay, wait. First of all, do you know that TikTok audio that's like, I am hanging in the bathroom? That song that's is so good, from. though. That is, it doesn't even make sense that that song is in this musical because that song is so good. Yeah, that's actually a really... Michael in, the, Michael in the bathroom is doesn't should not be in this musical. It's so. it's not about, about suicide? No, it's not. People just made it about suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just he's having an he's having a panic attack in the bathroom because his friend's not talking to him. Or is it like <laughs> the, the girls' room from the Amanda show? Jeremy is confronted in the bathroom by Rich, who tells Jeremy how he managed to rise to his popularity. As an unpopular freshman, he took a pill called a quote super quantum unit intel processor a squip <laughs> yep Taking oh did john green write this <laughs> containing a computer that implants itself inside the user's brain and tells the user what to do and say <laughs> um i think you're lying to me i don't rich think suggests that jeremy buy one in order to become cooler this goes into the squib song The two visit the mall and the two visit the mall to buy. This is a real sentence yep. from the Wikipedia of the Be More Chill musical. The two visit the mall to buy the squip from a dealer at Payla Shoe Source. <laughs> Jeremy, as instructed, swallows it with green Mountain Dew. The squip, in the guise of Keanu Reeves, criticizes Jeremy's appearance. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is like if 2013 a 14 year old girl in 2013 wanted to be funny and write something yeah. and actually yeah, and... No, I'll change it to a boy a boy wrote this oh a man did write this yeah of course a young wrote child this. boy wrote this um and the antidote to the squib is mountain dew red <laughs> Gamer juice. It is gamer nation. I this musical makes me itch. I can't. It's atrocious. And it's not even. And then I feel bad because like writing a musical, getting it funded, getting it put on Broadway. This musical was on Broadway. Like this musical was very much on Broadway, and it was on Broadway for a few months. I think. And I get that that's very hard and difficult, but it's not. It's not good. good. Not, um, to, not to bring up a second Adam Sandler movie tonight, but if I had to see that musical, I would quote from Billy Madison. We are, our, we are all far stupider from having watched that. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Just from the synopsis. Basically. 
it's just it's not I don't this this is the last thing that I'll read from it <clears throat> the throat clearing Stage during the play, Christine confronts Jeremy over his use of the squip, causing him to doubt the plan. However, the squip has already begun to take over others in the play. The squip reveals its intention to sink the entire student body and then the whole world. Jeremy comes to a realization. Mountain Dew activates the squip and while Mountain Dew Red deactivates it, deactivates it. Michael reappears from the audience with a, with a bottle of Mountain Dew Red, which he gives to Jeremy after making him apologize for his actions, but a squipped Jake dumps most of it out. Jeremy and Michael fight off the controlled students until the squip reveals that Christine has been squipped, and under its influence, she professes her love for Jeremy. Jeremy, however, realizes this is not what he had wanted and makes Christine drink the last of the Red Mountain Dew. This causes a chain reaction that destroys the rest of the squips. Oh, I didn't read also, the rest. It, it should be noted that the play they're doing will be is a, a Midsummer's Night's Dream set in a post-apocalyptic future retitled A Midsummer Nightmare. Bracket about zombies close bracket. I was about to say, this is if, like, Minecraft was a musical. Yeah. I don't... It's so... Ridiculous. I didn't read the rest of this, and now I, I hate it even more, and I just want to tear my skin off. Jeremy wakes up in the hospital sharing a room with Rich, who proudly comes out to Jeremy as bisexual and is ready to really... to finally be who he really is. Yeah. We don't claim this. I don't claim this. <laughs> Why did they do that? It's, I don't know. And it has so many fans. People, and I'm not, well, maybe you don't have taste, but so many people like this musical. They shouldn't. It's like the corners of Tumblr coming together to write a musical. So the people who like it are. This is the people who like fully ship fucking Evan Hansen and. What the fuck is his name? Um, Connor? Connor. Who is a dead character who we don't know anything about. Which is mean to say. Like, you can ship them, but, like, you don't know anything about him. Like, yeah. <laughs> the TikTok trend of nobody wanna see us do <laughs> And literally, Connor is, we don't, we don't know anything about him because anything we see is from Evan's, yeah. it's a figment of Evan's imagination, so it's how Evan sees him. Exactly. So it's like... A know. mess. A hot mess. Oh, fucking hot mess. He's yeah, right. Mitchell is... Sorry, that was... Not right. So you... <laughs> did you have any more terrible musicals? Um, I think you guys are forgetting Cats. Oh, that's on mine too! Uh, my mother was kicked out of the theater when she saw Cats. The movie theater? No. <laughs> the actual, like, oh, Jesus. Um, well, she wasn't kicked out. She was, she was asked, you know, like, ma'am, you need to relax. What, you're, you're not on acid. What you're seeing is real. It's really happening. And my mom was like, I can't be here. I can't be here. And she- Oh, so she, like, walked, left. Okay. She walked out. But she was told, like, ma'am, you need to be quiet. 
because my mom was literally like in such shock that she was like no no <laughs> just saying no that's me um and then i haven't seen it on the stage i did go see it in theaters yes they had hands in the edit um please cut this part out but i did have sex in the car before and after seeing cats <laughs> You're because living a we were like fantastic life, what right? <laughs> um, but like, he wanted to leave so. Julio was like, Susan, like I'm not gonna walk out of the movie, but I'm gonna walk out of this. Like, please, please." And I was like, "No, we just have to. We just have to see how bad it gets." And at the end, for whatever reason, well, it's a T.S. Eliot poem the musical Cats. Mm -hmm. And um, so Judy Dench is uh, reciting the poem at the very end of the of the movie. And in the poem, they like diss cat, uh, they diss dogs. <laughs> so someone in the, and the whole time, the whole audience is laughing, making fun, like we're all in on it. And uh, so when she dissed dogs, someone went, boo! And some lady went, you guys are unbelievable. I'm, tr I'm trying to watch this movie. It's it's ridiculous. And everyone went, <laughs> you're the only one in here taking this seriously. <laughs> um, and it's so really funny. bad. And I will also, this is controversial. I'm not basing this off of the stage show because I've never seen it. But I am basing it off the, off of the movie. Um. West Side Story, although no, I'm very no, no, I'm gonna veto that. Nah. <laughs> oh no, it's it's because of the brown face. Oh. Um, because they literally put Rita Moreno, who was already Puerto Rican, in brown face for that movie. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And yeah. I'm very grateful she got the Oscar for it, but just having to sit back and. Natalie Wood is not Latina and at all. It's insane. It is insane what they got away with back then. And but still that musical that musical itself is very, 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 very good. Oh yeah, that's like it's a great musical. And I just I'm really looking forward for the new one just because I'm hoping there's no more brown face. No, I think everyone is Lynn did that one, right? No, he did in the Heights. Well, he's doing no, both, Lynn, isn't he? No, Lynn. Um, there was a revive. There was a revival before this recent revival, um, which, um, there was one before that was in English and in Spanish, and Lynn helped write, rewrite, like translate some of the, um, music. Okay, gotcha. I'm so excited for In the Heights. I'm excited. It looks very beautiful. It's gonna be good. Do you have any more shitty musicals, Kayla? Um, eh. Well, on the if we're talking about West Side Story, the most recent revival is not. I don't know. I don't think. I haven't really heard much about it, but. So much of it was changed, and their Bernardo is a predator. So, 
Oh, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, don't, I, just, I don't know. There's not really much. Also, there's so much, like, they, they took out I Feel Pretty. It's, like, one act instead of two. It's, I don't know. But That's the cast stupid. is really good. So, I think it's more of, like, the creative choices are not great. Right. And the people who produced it are not great, mm. but the people in it are really good. That's so good. Then. It's like a yeah. you win know. lose. Yeah. Except for the predator, obviously. Yeah. Fuck that He's guy. He's not great. No. He was also you know, in Carousel. You know who should be in uh in West Side Story? Who? Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys stand Bad Bunny? Is it just me? I mean, I know of him, but like, I love him. He sings pretty well when he's not just like, kind of talk speaking. And like, picture like a modern one where he's just like cool with piercings, and he's like, yeah, that's what the the new one is. Like the one don't kill yourself is, is like, yeah, like cool. I think that's like it takes place during the now. Yeah. Except he might be retiring. We're not sure. Bad Bunny? Isn't he like 28? Yeah, he's in his 20s. Why is he retiring? (laughs) Yeah, 28 was way too old for me to suggest. I highballed. Why would he retire? Um, Well, well, you're ahead. It's not awful advice. That's fair. You know how many people uh, would be happier with if they did that? I almost said Parks and Rec. You know what should end? Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Just saying. Yeah. Cancel it. <laughs> oh, I would, if we're talking about bad musicals, I don't really, um, I don't know if it's a bad musical, but I think in terms of musicals that have definitely failed, I think we should take a moment to talk about um, uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> because... Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark cost so much money and was so ridiculous and went through so many changes and it cost them $75 million. I literally... And they never, they never recouped. And that show was, that show ran for three years. It ran that long? It ran because they were so because they would do like previews and then they would people would get injured and then they have to stop and then injured yeah it was like a day yeah people would yeah oh my god it was also written by the music was written by Bono and the Edge I'm sorry (laughs) no the music was written by Bono and the Edge. Uh, it was directed by Julie Taymor, who was fired. Yikes! During, I think during previews or during rehearsals, and it was like a lawsuit um, <gasps> because they were. It's insane. Yeah, and I mention it because Laura, since she said that Hades Town is one of your favorite shows, um, Reeve Carney was in that show. He was Peter Parker for all three years. Almost <gasps> all three years. Wow. 
Yeah. I think that was his Broadway debut. I could be wrong. Oh, buddy, I'm so glad you have Hades Town now. <laughs> I think that was his. I could be wrong, but I think that was his Broadway debut. Oh, buddy, imagine starting out with that and thinking that's all you're gonna have. And oh, he was in it for God. a he was in it for a minute too. Oh, buddy. You know uh, who would have been perfect for that musical? Every single guy I used to work with. <laughs> I used to work at a parkour gym where they would literally be in cosplay doing flips. Yeah. We went to cosplay in cosplay. Yep. And me and Laura looks normal because we were like, we're going to go meet Jeff Goldblum. And they were like doing flips. My manager was wearing the the costume that he made up. Like, he's cool. He's cool. I'm not going to lie. But like, they would be so perfect for that musical because they do stuff. We were, yeah, like, walking debut. down the streets of Boston, like, walking to this, to, like, Boston Fan Expo, and they were just, like, literally, like, parkouring, doing flips down the street. And we were, like, okay. We are, <laughs> it was, like, raining. They were just, like, doing flips. We were, like, this is happening. This is happening. How did I this sit in happening. there? I don't know. They liked me. <laughs> and another hey. one I'll mention is, um, Escape to Margaritaville. Which is, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank Jimmy, you. The Jimmy thank Buffett you. jukebox musical. Are you was... in the liveabout.com list? Yes. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> but also, I was going to mention that anyway, because that musical, it's, it didn't really need to happen. That's oh so my god. I, <laughs> I looked There's up really the... not much to say about it. It, re- it really just came and went. <laughs> it's every it's dad's tour. favorite musical. I think it's on tour. <laughs> I don't. It, the tour might. A lot of tours are closing, so that tour might have closed. But that one really came and went. I. Does anyone have Harry Styles tickets? When is this bitch gonna cancel? Yes, he, he didn't can- cancel. I thought he canceled. No. I thought he just postponed. Nothing has been announced. Yikes, bro! You had to cancel. Um, I want to mention, because since Kayla and I are on the same list, because I literally just Googled, like, worst Broadway musicals. Yeah. Because all that would come to my mind was, like, Be More Chill and Cats. Um, what's on this list is King Kong. Which no, I, I refuse. <laughs> I won't. I won't. No, the musical. And now I feel like I need to listen to this musical. I, I won't. I won't let the slander happen. I won't. I won't. Because Do you like it? It had, I, okay, we don't have to, don't, don't is the music good? Don't put words in my mouth, I never said any of those things. (laughs) (laughs) It's a musical, listen, that puppet is a feat, and I feel like the people who made it should have gotten some kind of recognition for it, because that puppet is incredible. It cost them a lot of money that they did not recoup, but the main, Listen, there's a black female lead, so I'm going to be biased to a black female lead in, especially in King Kong, because of the whole, because of the, like, kind of racist imagery of the original King Kong. Even the, the 2005 one, which I just had to watch because Julio was like, I love Jack Black. What's your favorite Jack Black movie, Susanna? Mine's King Kong. Let's watch it. And it's the first time I watched it. And even that, we were both like, oh, no, no. And that's 2005. Yeah. I really, I don't know much about um, the uh, 
current the okay. the new the musical i just really like christiani pits and that puppet is cool but i think it like in terms of numbers it is really bad because it did terribly that makes sense is it on spotify i think so it is is it on spotify i don't think it's on spotify I don't think it's on Spotify. Mm-mm. That was even in, that was only two years ago. I yeah. didn't even know what happened. I know, right? Because I, I think it was um in Australia for a little oh. bit. Yeah, it for quite a while. For a few years before it even came to America. Mm-hmm. And also, um, the same guy who wrote the music for Beetlejuice also wrote. Yep. The lyrics for um King Kong. You win yeah. some, you lose some. Are we gonna talk about Tootsie? Man, I'll say it. Fuck Tootsie. Fuck Tootsie. Fuck Tootsie. Fuck I mean, Tootsie. It got Santino his Tony. Good for him. But fuck you, Santino. Fuck you. Fuck you. You did it. You ditched crazy ex girlfriend. You got your Tony. Fuck you. Skylar was better than you anyway. Is is Tootsie based on the movie Tootsie? Yes. Oh my god. Haven't we, as a society, passed? Society has progressed past the need for men in dress stories. No more men in dress stories. Wasn't one released, like, this year, too? That stupid, awful one of the literally the white guy who was, like, posing as, the, as a black woman on the radio? Oh god. Isn't it called, like, Shaniqua or something? I literally you know, hope, a name that black women have. Like, I literally hope that that man is never able to leave his house again without being just absolutely terrorized. He will be. He'll <laughs> get an Oscar <laughs> for it. I tried to do what Josh Nichols did, but racist. Oh my god. Do you remember the early episodes of Drake and Josh? That's like the first episode of Drake and Josh, I think. <laughs> you will never be Josh Nichols. Um, how do we feel about the Mrs. Doubtfire musical? They didn't really get to open or anything because of COVID, but, like, how do you feel about it as as I just told it to you? Um, leave it. Leave it. Okay. <laughs> it's hard. I think, as a society, people have a hard time accepting Robin Williams not being here still. But I think anything... I mean, no, people like the Jumanji movies, right? Yeah, because they're like a completely different thing. Exactly, and that's why people liked Will Smith's genie, because it was a, his own genie. It wasn't anything. Yeah. He wasn't trying to be. Like, people like that genie. Yes. Yeah. Really? Like Next question. <laughs> Nobody I know liked that genie, which is it fucking wasn't bad. He was fucking hilarious, and I loved it that movie. It was funny, because it wasn't like Robin Williams' genie is it was like things. impressions. Yeah. I was like, he's going to do a lot of impressions at once. Will Smith doesn't do impressions. Will Smith is Will Smith. Yeah. I would compare it to the genie in the Broadway musical, which the Aladdin musical, people have mixed feelings about it. It is incredible. It is so much fun. It is so bright and colorful. The costumes are incredible. Friend Like Me is seven minutes long, as it should be. <laughs> wow. I have not listened to the Aladdin musical. 
It's very good. That's always been one I want to see. It's very good. I love it a lot. That's one of the shows like I I want I would love to be in it. Like don't even have to don't even have to be a principal. I will be in the ensemble for that. Yes. Kayla, do you have any recommendations for the week? I do. Um, Hannah Gatsby's um, new stand-up special. It's called Douglas. Um, it's very funny. Oh, I need Gatsby. I know. I haven't gotten a yeah. chance to watch it. Yeah. Susanna, do you have any recommendations? Um, I'm going to say Stream Chromatica. <gasps> and yeah. And also. Um, if you want to watch something really, really bad, but you just want to see what Jamie Lynn Spears is up to, um, Sweet Magnolias on Netflix was nuts, but I could not look away. <laughs> That's that shitty one I told you about, Kayla. Yeah, no. Are we going to actually watch that? Um, I, I am down to clown. I stopped oh. everything when I saw Jamie Lynn Spears, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm watching. And it's... It's not great. Well, but no, it, of ends, it ends so crazy that I'm like, I need a season two. I hate I hate that I'm saying this, but I need it. Yeah. Um, I am going to recommend, which is similar to my last one. However, I'm going to recommend Shit's Creek because I think that we all just need yeah. something pleasant. Yeah. We all need to laugh. And I was up the other night until five in the morning, no exaggeration, watching clips from Schitt's Creek. Um, literally just watching clips from Schitt's Creek. Um, it's crazy laughing. that Catherine O'Hara invented comedy. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, she invent- like, we didn't have it before this. No. It's really weird. <laughs> there's also, there's a scene, and I'll post the clip from it, too, on the, on the podcast Twitter. But there's a... a clip that I watched that night that I was up till 5 a.m. that I watched over and over and over and over again. It's like an eight second clip from an episode where where (laughs) Johnny Rose walks out of the bathroom holding a pregnancy test and David goes, why are you waving a thermometer in my face? (laughs) Johnny goes, this is a pregnancy test. And David goes, ew, what? (laughs) What? I was losing my whole fucking mind at 4.45 in the fucking morning. I don't know how I didn't wake Kelsey up. I truly was. Because then immediately after that, the the next clip that aired was the one where it's like, Johnny's talking to David and he's like, how could you not prevent Alexis from, because they think that Alexis is pregnant. So they're like, Johnny Rose is talking to, I don't know why I just said Johnny Rose, but Johnny's talking to David and he's like, how could you not prevent Alexis from doing this? And, Ale- and John, or David's just like, I'm sorry that I'm not a condom. And it's like, a, <laughs> <laughs> literally, it just, it goes, David goes, I'm sorry that I'm not a condom. And a second later in the background, Moira just goes, Every fucking time. It just, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It, it's so good. Oh, I can't. And like, I know that all the time people are like recommending like 
Parks and Rec, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and New Girl for comedies. But guys, if you haven't seen Schitt's Creek, you're fucking missing out. I spent so long talking about those three comedies before Susanna was like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Can you watch Schitt's Creek? And I was like- I know! It was- you know how I found out about Schitt's Creek, too? RuPaul and Michelle's podcast had Dan- Dan on- so David, one of the hottest people I've ever like, seen in my entire life. By like the way. season one, and the whole time RuPaul's like, "Now, Dan, your father is probably the most beautiful man <laughs> on this earth. His eyebrows." <laughs> and I was like, "So, if you ever want David to have maybe an older woman love interest, I will be free at any point." <laughs> it's just I'm like low key uh, flirting with him. And me. It, that's how I found out about it, and then I went home and watched it, and I was like, "Is no one, no one's seen this shit? This is so good." God. I still haven't. They did one of those because they did, of course, like YouTube did, like the class of twenty twenty thing, and the Shits Creeks, the Shits Creek uh, cast did. Oh like, my god, it's so funny. I can't watch it because I just know that I'm gonna just uncontrollably cry. Like, I literally, I saw, like, the clip of, or I saw a picture of, like, the panel of all of them together, and I teared up. I was like, I'm gonna cry. Like, I can't look at all of them together right now, because I'm, this is, like, my safety net right now, is, like, this show. I'm just gonna cry seeing them all together. I can't do it. I can't do it yet. It's ridiculous. I've definitely been watching my comfort show during this time, which is That 70s Show for the millionth time, Uh, which has also been fun because for whatever reason, they never played it in DR. Like, the only English shows Julio could watch when he lived in DR was, um, like, Two and a Half Men, so he never watched That 70s Show. So watching it with him for the first time, he's like, this is cool. All I do is smoke weed, and there's a whole episode where they hate cops. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Kayla, what's your comfort show? Um, uh, do I have a comfort show? I, um, you need one if you don't. I don't know, because I kind of... Or what's your what's your go-to comfort anything? What do you go to for, to feel safe? <sighs> My mom? Like, I don't... That's fair. <laughs> um, but I... Couldn't be me. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was thinking I'm gonna do a Sailor Moon rewatch. <gasps> Oh, cute. Um, and also, um, H2O is on Netflix. Not all the it seasons. Is. But <laughs> one of the. What was that? Is that your Australian accent? Is that what that was? The, the TikTok trend where they all do a really bad one. <laughs> and they just yeah, like I, on the ground. Even if I, yeah, that. I really. I really that show is another, that's another one of those things that like very bad like very much defined me as a person as a youth. Hell that yeah! And hairspray like oh, I love hairspray. Oh, I found I I meant to I found the um, locker on eBay. It's a hundred dollars. How much is it? It's a hundred bucks. Oh, <laughs> Have you looked on Depop? No. Is you think it'd be on Depot? I wonder maybe. if it's on Etsy. Ooh, Etsy might maybe. I get I I search vintage stuff on Etsy all the time. Um, yeah. Kayla, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at scaryfem on Twitter and at scary.fem on Instagram. I'm on Instagram more than Twitter recently, 
because of reasons. But I'm always updating my Instagram with helpful links and stuff like that. So, you know, get involved. Yay. Susanna, where can we find you on social media? I'm Susanna Soper on Instagram and Susanna Soper on Twitter. And I have a podcast called Hey Kev on SoundCloud. Thanks for joining me, guys. You're welcome. Very nice. Yeah, it was so fun. You. I love talking about theater and Broadway and all that fun stuff. I'm sure that we'll have more material to do another one at some point. Mm-hmm. Eventually down the road. When I listened to the Hollywood one, I was like, why doesn't Kayla have a Broadway podcast? Seriously. I feel like I would, Who would I do it? Who would I do it with? Just um, do it with Yeah. Or, like, we could all three just make one. Sure. Why don't we just make a podcast? You have two podcasts under your belt? Yeah. What the fuck else am I doing? A lot of them do. A lot of people dip. Yeah. Dip dip their little toesies. I listen to a New York comedian who does a 90 Day Fiance podcast, a Teen Mom podcast, and then she has one called Only in New York, where she's, like, interviewing famous comedians from New York. She had Gilbert Gottfried on. I was screaming. I was like, I love this for her. And she's so cool. Like, she, when she talks, like, you just think she's, like, a normal person. Like, she's your friend. Did they talk about his TikTok? Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you seen the tiktok of him saying this is for rachel you big <laughs> yes this is for rachel I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right i gotta shut the fuck up before kelsey texts me and fucking kills me in my sleep thanks for joining me <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome